0: Welcome to the H 1B Guy Podcast. This is Immigration Bites, Episode 4 EAD Work Authorization Issues. Immigration Bites choose on the latest in employment based immigration issues influencing staff augmentation in the U.S. The H 1B Guy Podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001. Recruiter Networks saves you time and money. Minimal labor management and flat job post pricing that provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Their services include automated certified screenshots, ready for upload, and on-demand storage for life. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. I'm Robert Bouchard, the H-1B guy. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. As work authorization expert, one of the most frequent questions I get is around EADs. The real question that employers and recruiters care about is this. Can they work for me or not? I'm going to answer that question and then explain why we are about to have a really big problem if something doesn't change with the current processing times for EADs. And that's employment authorization document. There are two important things to remember when employing a EAD visa holder. One, they must have their physical EAD card in hand and be able to provide proof. This allows you to verify the validity dates and the category code. Two, there is an exception to rule number one. It applies to 15 specific codes that can be found on USCIS.gov's website titled Automatic Employment Authorization Document, open parentheses, EAD, close parentheses, extension. The 15 specific codes allow for the EAD to have work authorization with per USCIS starting January 15th, 2017. USCIS is automatically extending certain expiring EADs for up to 180 days for applicants who properly filed for a renewal EAD before their current EAD expired and are otherwise eligible for a renewal, which means that your EAD renewal is under a category that is eligible for an automatic 180-day extension, open parentheses, see the list of categories below, close parentheses, and the category on your current EAD matches the class requested listed on this notice of action note if you are a tps beneficiary or pending applicant your ead and this notice must contain either the a12 or c19 category but the categories do not need to match each other we are doing so to help prevent gaps in employment authorization and documentation This extension applies to Form I-765 renewal applications that are still pending on January 17th, 2017, and to Form I-765 renewal applications filed on or after January 17th, 2017. So you can see this is nothing new, but it is often something that is very easily missed. Right now, we are experiencing crisis level processing delays for EAD initial approvals and extensions across the board. I'm referring to eight to 20 month waits in some cases. These extensions impact 42 out of the 57. Possible EAD Categories If you fall into one of the 42 categories and you do not have a valid EAD card in hand, you no longer have work authorization. I've had the opportunity to meet and speak with a lot of individuals over the last few weeks who have lost or will lose their job because of this. Each has their own unique story of being caught in this unfortunate situation. This creates issues that have a domino effect. The flowdown for both the individual and the employer is incredible. This individual loses their ability to earn. As in nothing. They cannot legally be paid. It's as short and simple as that. So I want you to take just a moment and let your imagination allow you to swap places for a moment. Yeah, it's not good, is it? I I know it wouldn't be for me. And then you have the employer side. The loss of productivity and its impact that it has on the organization. And the thing that I want to make very clear is this isn't just about STEM jobs. This is about a real estate agent in Charlotte or a fashion designer in Seattle. And literally everything in between. As EADs have no job title, job requirement restrictions. Once you have a physical EAD card in your hand, you have the right to choose where and who and how much you want to work for. This takes away a spouse's ability to have the choice to work and earn their keep. And that's something that's made this amazing country so highly sought after, is that choice and that opportunity. I'm hopeful that we'll see progress, but for now, there's two things I want to leave you with. One, I'm hopeful that we'll see progress. But this is a problem for a lot of families right now. And I'm really sorry that you're going through this. The stress and the anxiety that it's creating for you is unimaginable for a lot of people. For employers, this is also a very big problem. But you need to do a couple of things. And first and foremost, you need to make sure you're verifying the physical EAD card with valid dates unless they fall under one of the 15 categories that's listed on USCIS.gov and they can provide you with a receipt notice of that extension. If I can help you on either side of this issue, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. I'm going to do my part to continue to bring awareness to this issue until something changes. Because right now, it feels like we are at a very critical breaking point. If you've made it to this point, I just want to say thank you for downloading or streaming Immigration Bytes Episode 4 on the H1B Guy podcast. If you're not already, please subscribe to the H1B Guy podcast on your preferred podcast platform. And for more employment-based immigration coverage like this, please visit theh1bguy.com. And if you're not, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The H1B Guy. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Robert Bouchard, or subscribe to my H1B Guy channel on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com. The smart solution for digital permads since 2001. I'm Robert. I'm the H1B guy, your global source for all things H1B.